Hi, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 146, PTSD Self-Healing Show. Domestic Violence and PTSD with Maricelli Ramos, Domestic Violence Survivor and Advocate, Bestseller Author and Certified Life Coach. I'm not sure if you've been in Summit. She was fantastic. Like, I, uh, we, we're going to have a book soon together. And I'm very excited to just introduce her today. Because if you haven't had this chance to be in the Summit uh, she actually wrote a chapter inside the Summit book, and we're going to have it soon. I'm very, very glad to have you here, Mariselli. Thank you so much for coming here. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Yeah. Okay, uh, Mariselli, tell me about yourself first. I know um, you are, you've been in domestic violence and you have experienced so many things happened to you since 15, when you were 15, and you are also a mom. I know it's not really easy because you have to protect yourself, you have to protect your children. And so uh, lots of responsibility when you are stuck. So tell me about yourself and just go through your history, what happened to you and why did you become an advocate and a life coach? I actually grew up in an abusive home with my parents. My father was actually really abusive to my mother for 15, 16 years. So I grew up with that the, you know, dynamic, broken home, domestic violence. At the age of 15, I met my, my first abuser he was about seven years older than me. So he was 22 and I was 15. And at the beginning, it was okay, a little bit controlling. But at the age of 18, when I actually moved out of my mother's house, that's when he became, you know, violent, abusive, more controlling. And it is sometimes you kind of get used to it a little bit, right? Because you expect for that person to change. And you expect that person to grow or you expect that person to see the damage that they do to you. I spent about 11 years dealing with his abuse. And then I spent six years with my second abuser, which he was worse than my first. And a lot of people ask me, you would have thought you would have learned with the first one, but I had no guidance. I was still young. I was still naive. And I left him, right? Six years. I met someone else, I married him, and he emotionally abused me as well. And when a lot of people ask me, well, how did you leave? I found a why, you know, my children was my why. You know, they were broken, they were depressed, they suffered from anxiety because I was so angry for being abused for so many years that I couldn't be that mom that they needed. I was broken, so it's, you can't, you can't feel a cup that's empty. Exactly. You actually done a very great move because I know a lot of teenagers have the same situation. Maybe they are not they are not married, but they are, when you are you fall you fall in love, you can't do it. You are stuck. You think that everything is from love, or 
you can't interpret it because you are very unexperienced. You don't have any uh, experience about relationship. That's your first one. And, you know, you don't know what to do. So you have no, <laughs> uh, you, couldn't, you couldn't defend yourself because you've been there and you have child, right? Did you have child from your first relationship? Yes, well? I actually was pregnant um, at 15. He is the father of my first three older children. I was pregnant at 15. You know, he was married at that time with a child already. So, of course, you know, he, you know he's more experienced. He's been there. He's done that. So he knows that, okay, she's 15. She's naive. She's ignorant. I'm just going to kind of pull her around however he wanted it. And that's exactly what he did for 11 years. You know, he abused me, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know, okay, you know, my mother was abused. My mother dealt with it for so long. And I asked myself many times, a lot of people asked me that, you know, well, why your mom, you know, allowed this grown man to, to date you? And that's a question that I really can't answer because sometimes a lot of moms do it to kind of get rid, you know, kind of not, not get rid of you, but kind of just in the cultures, it's okay. It's it's normal that the teenage with an, with a with someone older. So it's a question that does go through my head, but I don't have an answer for it. So it's it's kind of sad. Uh, no, it's not sad. It was your experience, and you got a lot of les lesson from that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's good because you could build yourself after, and you could be there for your kids, and that's amazing. So. Let's say you have some someone in your situation who stays in a relationship and she doesn't feel safe. She has kids and she thinks that she has to stay in that relationship. What is your recommendation? What do you do first if you were then them? You know, you really have to want it to leave. You know, I had this conversation a few days ago about us, how we stay in an unhealthy relationship because of our children. You know, we had children with that person. We know each other for so long. We got history. Let me just hold on. Let's see how long can I wait for him to change. And it's not going to change. It's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse. He's a narcissist. He's going to know how to control you. And, you know, we fall for it. Especially, you know, it's the person that we're in love with. You definitely have to make a plan, a safety plan when you do want to leave. You just can't leave because sometimes when you do leave, you don't know what to do and you end up coming back. So you definitely had to make that safety plan. So when you do leave, you don't find yourself in a place where you have back. You know, you've been very young. It's not easy to think when you are 15 and you, you, have, you have a baby from someone and it's, it's, it's so difficult. I'm just thinking you how did you like what did you do like I know you stay there it took you some time to get out of that relationship but for some teenagers that in in the teenage years is not really easy because as you said unless their parents can protect them they can they know that there is a safe place they can get back there other than that they have to stay there with abusive men and uh, they have to wait until they have a final, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, better place to go there. You know, I, I, I lived with my mom until I was about 18 years old. And 
she didn't really support me. So I kept trying to find different places to stay. It was constantly argument, disagreement. We, you know, we didn't have a relationship. So the animosity, that 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 negative, you know, it brought me to okay, you know, let me get help, let me find housing, let me bring him to help me because I didn't have no job, I didn't have no education at that time. So I feel lost. What do I do now? I found a place two hours from my hometown. I didn't have anything, no family, no friends, no job, no nothing. All I thought, well, you know what? If I move him with me, it's going to be a family. It's going to change. He's going to work. I can find a job, but it didn't happen like that. You know, I couldn't really get a job because every time I did try to work, he he would harass me at work. So I had, you know, either get fired or I couldn't have friends. I couldn't speak to anybody. So I was so sheltered. I couldn't even drive. Like he didn't want me to drive. So he was so controlling into it's his way or the highway. So it took me so many years to learn so many things because I was so young and he did everything because he wanted to be in control of everything. So it took me years to even learn how to drive or go back to school and get a certificate. So it took me years to get where I am right now. Hmm. What was your solution to get back to safety and recover from PTSD. When did you realize you have PTSD? I couldn't sleep. You know, my anxiety was out of control. I was in, I, I didn't feel safe in my own home. I was so afraid. I was so scared, sleepless nights. I couldn't control my home. I was losing my children mentally. And I said, if I don't take care of my mental health, I'm gonna keep losing my children. They're not gonna wanna speak to me. They didn't want to have a relationship with me because they know that I had some issues to deal with. So, you know, I got mental health, I got a therapist, um, support groups, and I decided to write my book. So when I put my life, you know, I always journal, I do expressive writing, but when I wrote that book, it's, it's like, I cried. It was so healing. It, it was kind of like therapeutic for me. So all those together kind of helped me figure things out and kind of control things. Cause once you know, you're, Yes, you do have two PSD, but you got to manage your triggers and identify your triggers. So once you know your triggers, you kind of cope with yourself and know what to do when they when they rise. Yeah, you said journaling. I did the same thing because journaling helps you heal. Just yes, you a lot. have to bring everything on surface and you have to analyze what's happening to you. What are your triggers? So that, that's the only thing. Uh, nobody can help you if you don't, right? So as you said, you have to uh, want it. If you don't want it, nobody can help you, right? Yeah, you you have, you have to want it. You have you know my why, my purpose was my children. You know, for everyone exactly. is different, but my 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 home was so broken, and you know my kids were so depressed, and I was so depressed. I didn't want to continue oh. to live like that any longer. You know, so I just created a new future. And it took me years and, you know, I'm still learning, you know, the heal, you know, everything's a process every day. I got to learn new things. And sometimes I, you know, I see certain things that remind me of my past and I say, you got this, you have a new, you know, you got a new future now, forget about your past, but you just, you know, you got to tell yourself that you're going to be okay. Beautiful. So let's have a few second break and we come back again here. Perfect. 
please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. All right, we are back. You said you have a book, right? A mm. bestseller book. What was inside the book and uh, where can they find it? My book is called Who Is She? is a story of trauma, survival, and healing. It's a memoir. It's my personal experience with domestic violence. And I read a lot of deep secrets there, a lot of the abuse that, my, that one of my children endure, a lot of my childhood trauma, and how I overcame certain things to be where I am at the, at the moment. It kind of teaches you that you, know, you can too find your light, that you can too survive and create a new future. So it was definitely an amazing experience to, to be able to, to write my life in pages, but also get the response that I didn't thought I was gonna get. It was it was amazing. So um, I I'm very curious. <laughs> I know childhood trauma can affect your body physically. I just wonder if you had the same issue. Did you have any physical problem or any health issues? Oh yeah, because I had to heal from my adult trauma, but then that that trauma is something that I have to work on as well because it's two different traumas. It is different healing. So I didn't understand that until I spoke to somebody and I said, okay, Mari, you're dealing with your adult trauma, but what about your childhood trauma? And I said, wow, all these years, that's the answer that I didn't know. And I learned to kind of divide them into two different pages and said, okay, this is what I got to do as an, as an adult. But as a child, I've been doing so much trauma with the relationship with my mom, with my father, the abuse that I witnessed. He was an alcoholic. Um, he was into drugs at that time. So that affected me a lot in school and build relationship with people. So what about the physical problem? Do you have any health issues? I don't have any, you know, I don't think I have, you know, I do, I, I don't, I don't think I suffer from like any physical, but you know, mentally, yes. And emotionally. Oh, that's good. Thanks God. <laughs> All right. So, uh, tell me some example of what you did to process your trauma. Like, did you do meditation? I just uh, read your bio. You've done so many things. Like it's not only one thing, like not, not only meditation and journaling, you've done so many things. Can you describe them? I have a, I have a, a routine every morning. You know, I get up, I make my bed, I go for a walk. I, I try to do that to kind of start my day because sometimes when you just jump into the computer, you're not you're not ready mentally. I do a lot of expressive writing. I do a lot of hot baths with candles, like mind and body. I do a lot of mindful set, um, a lot of walking. Sometimes when I feel upset or angry or triggered, I go for a walk. Walking for me is everything. Um, I listen to a lot of music. I like to dance. I pray a lot and I do a lot of reading, a lot of self-help books. So definitely so reading. You... Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> a lot of reading. You know, sometimes it's is very important to process your feelings. So how do you feel right now? Do you feel all, all of your PTSD problem resolved or you are still working on it? 
I think there's there's certain things that still trigger me a little bit that I'm working on, especially sometimes when I see someone that looks like one of my abusers. It kind of like, oh my God, they kind of look like. So I'm learning to tell myself that's not him. He's not gonna hurt you. So I'm starting to believe, you know, that's not him. He's not gonna hurt you. So once you start believing things, you you know, I know it's not him. It's just like, so I had to tell myself all the time that's not him. So that's something that I've been working on. So the how image. do you how do you help your kids? I know they've been in that situation as well because as soon as they see their moms, um, their mom is not really happy, is not really safe. That really affects them. What did you do there, and what do you do now? I just want to compare those situations. No, I had to apologize. I had to sit with them and apologize for. I allowed myself to, you know, to put myself through a situation. I heard of them. I apologized to them. We got therapy. I communicate with them. And it's changed behaviors, right? Because we can apologize to our children, but we got to change the behavior on how we deal with our children because they're so, they're kind of fragile, right? Because they're emotionally and mentally a little bit down. So I communicate, you know, I create a lot of memories. I do things with them. I, I'm very open. We haven't an open relationship. We talk, you know, we spend time together. So that's something that I had to learn because I didn't do that in the past. So that's things that I do now. That communication part is very important. Do you also did, um, did you also do talk therapy? What kind of therapy did you do for your PTSD? I, I had a therapist at a hospital, like an inpatient therapist. So, I mean, during COVID, COVID, of course, we did it through camera, but now everything's back. So I sit in her office and we talk, we do some work together. There's certain, you know, like she does a lot of breathing techniques and the breathing technique actually works because it, it just kind of relaxes your brain. That's interesting. So what do you do with your clients? I do a lot of work, like one-on-one -on -one work. You know, I don't just sit there and speak to them, you know, I only work with certain women. I don't work with all women. You have to, you know, either be ready to heal, you know, overcome trauma because like I said, if you really want to heal, it has to come from within because no much how much therapy you get, how many coaches you work with, you have to do the work. So when you, you know, when we work together, we're going to work. We're going to make sure that however you feel in when you come to see me, it's not how you're going to feel when we start working together. So we want to prepare you that when you are on your own, you're able to do it on your own. Beautiful. So here you have your website, mariselliramos.com, your Facebook and Instagram. What do you have on your website? So actually I have, a, I created an anxiety workbook. It's a seven day anxiety workbook, which is a, is a free workbook. If you sign up for the newsletter, you'll get a seven day work for anxiety. And it's actually amazing because my oldest, she has severe anxiety and she loved the book. She worked through the book. So definitely if it's something you're interested on, it's free, it's available for free on my website. And there's resources. I have a lot of um resources for domestic abuse if you need a legal help or shelters or a ways to figure out laws and regulations in your hometown. You can go to my website, you can print them out or download them for free. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed talking to you and thanks for all the encouragement. I know 
um, a lot of people are in this situation, especially teenagers. And um, no matter where they live, they have a lot of relationships that are involved there. And um, it's not really easy. They are stuck and we, uh, we have to help them as parents how to first we have to realize if they have any relationship they should be open talk to us and we can help them go through it and thank you, you teach, so teach yeah. your children to love themselves when you teach your children to respect and love themselves they know on what to do is it maintain a communication with your family very important so, Marisely, for last word, do you have any recommendation for for whoever is in uh, violence and stay there and she doesn't know what to do? You know, it's not going to get any better. You know, he's not going to change. You mm. do deserve a better future. You deserve a second chance is to live better. I know sometimes we could get stuck, whether it's financially or you've been with him for so many years or there's children involved. Seek help before... I had a chance to be here and speak to you. You might not have the same opportunity. So if you do have a chance to get out, please do so. Thank you so much, Marisely. Please subscribe to Panta Kalho Transition Channel and order my book, Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams.